Hey everyone, C-Note here and welcome to Dopamine, the show that is like Tommy Pickles, breaking out of the baby cage of life. Today on the show, we're talking about this concept of you know nothing, which is, I mean, I don't know, I guess another way of putting it is like embracing curiosity, because as we get older, we start to sort of realize that we don't know anything, and some some people lean into it and they're just like, you know, uh, well, I'm dumb <laughs> and they refuse to learn. And then there are other types of people who are just like, I know nothing. This is awesome. There's so many things. <laughs> and, uh, you can look at it that way, you know? And I think, um, I think being able to look at life in that positive, like fruitful, like, like it's abundant, you know, there's an abundance of information. There's an abundance of things as opposed to I'm insignificant. You know, it's, it's important to, I think try to get yourself to that place where you're realizing that there's an abundance of life. You know, there are things to experience. There are places to go and, and, you know, not get frozen by the idea that you're not going to know everything that you're not going to be, be able to experience everything, but you're going to experience the things that you want to experience. You're going to learn the things that you want to learn and be a part of the aspects of life that you want to be a part of. And that that's important. And life is all about personal experience. If we were able to learn everything, then life wouldn't be as personal. It would be like, a goal to reach as a, you know, cause like not no one in the world experiences everything. No one, not even the richest, most, um, uh, limited resources available person. They don't experience everything. They haven't like, they don't go to every country. They don't do everything. Right. So, um, don't worry about all of that stuff. Just do what you want to do. So we talk about that in a little bit more detail. I talk about, um, my time planning and, and going to San Diego and planning to leave Philly and like why I wanted to leave Philly at the time and um, why that was important for my growth as a person to realize that there's just more in the world out there for me personally and that I wanted to experience it. And now that I'm going to be 33 in a few days that, um, you know, my life's nowhere near over. There's a ton of things to still experience. My, my life has changed course a few times. And even though I'm personally financially struggling right now, it doesn't mean I'm going to be stuck in this you know, things change, things ebb and flow. And, um, I just got to stay the course and keep on trucking. So, um, yeah, let's talk about, um, knowing nothing on this episode of dopamine. Let's go. Drums, all right welcome to the show i hope you guys are doing well happy tuesday obviously this is the tuesday before uh i gotta see what date it is because my birthday is coming up yeah in two days um uh in two days not when i'm recording this but like in two days when the show airs uh will be my birthday the 27th so uh you know, listen for that because I've got nothing special planned, but I'll probably just be like, happy birthday, me. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I hope you guys are doing well. I hope everything's going your way. Um, today I wanted to talk about this concept of like, you know, nothing, you know, as you get older, um, I think it's a common idea that, uh, you know, when you're a teenager, you feel like you understand the world. You're like, I know everything. I'm good enough to go out on my own. Leave me alone, mom. I'm going to go get a job. I'm going to get an apartment and everything's going to be cool. <laughs> and, um, 
as we get older, as we start to do more things, we start to realize that we really know nothing. And that's kind of my favorite part about being an adult is just the simple fact that like so many people have no idea what they're doing <laughs> and it's fantastic. You know, I think it's on, it keeps people honest, honestly. I think it allows people to open up to one another. And um, I think it's a connection point for adults to like connect and be friends. You know, I've, I've had so many random encounters with people at like parties or um, little things where, you know, there are those common issues of being an adult that you can connect over. I think there is this common uh, conception that adults can't be like, have a harder time making friends, but I think it's simply because we're not as interested in putting ourselves out there socially. You know, we might have partners, we might, might have a good job. We might have things that are not really encouraging us to get out there so much. So like, it makes sense from that standpoint, but when you do connect with an adult, like there's so many commonalities for being an adult that you can talk about, you know, from like boring taxes and the annoyance of it <laughs> to, um, you know, other aspects of quote unquote adulting. And I think that's what a lot of millennial adults are connecting over. I think we can connect in these, these articles, these memes, a lot of these things that we put out there and talk about that relate to this concept of like, we're adults now somehow and <laughs> we're responsible for other people, which is weird. And uh, we have important jobs. A lot of us are doing important things. We're sort of slowly moving towards um, being more involved in government. And our generation is slowly becoming the dominant generation um, in on the world. And um, it is, it is scary, but a lot of things that there are just so many things that we can relate to as a group, as a group that, that also grew up in like monoculture, meaning that like a lot of us watch the same things, you know, we started out watching like uh, network TV and then when cable became more accessible, a lot of us watched like Nickelodeon shows and <laughs> unsolved mysteries or something, <laughs> you know, we watched a lot of the same stuff. So there are a lot of things to relate to. And I think that's really interesting when like connecting with other adults is like, especially at, you know, with my generation, we just got so many things that we're like uh, putting out forth for ourselves. Meaning we're like, you know, we're sharing that we grew up with that stuff and, and creating those connection points as if we're kids, you know? And uh, I think that's amazing, honestly. Um, but also just being open about the fact that we just have no idea what we're doing. And, um, you know, creating a sense of solidarity in that too, you know, like rock on, go ahead. You know, we're seeing like parents struggling with kids these days. And I find that there are more, I think, I think there are more situations where we're looking at parents struggling with kids and saying like, you know, bless you, you're doing your best. We know that sucks. <laughs> and instead of like, well, what is she doing? <laughs> you know, I mean, there's still plenty of that. There's still plenty of what is she doing? <laughs> but, um, I think because there's a, a greater sense of solidarity between generations that, um, you know, people are being a little bit less judgy because most people are just putting their stuff out there on social media anyway, too. Right. So, I, I mean, I recorded an episode today that by the time this airs, it'll be last week, but um, I recorded an episode on C notes, media madness, my other show, which is a C notes dot show about um, the current state of media versus like the previous state of media and how things have not really changed that much. Uh, you know, we still got a few main channel channels that we focus on Facebook, YouTube, um, you know, uh, podcasting, you know, a couple different things. And, you know, radio is basically transitioned into podcasting. So, 
you know, there, there are transitions and like, there are a lot more parallels than you think. And, um, you know, we're still being able to connect and be forthright and honest, uh, through those, through those channels. So anyway, back to basically talking about this concept of like, as we get older, we know nothing. And, um, to me, I think that's amazing. I think embracing curiosity is, is a part of growth. I think, uh, I don't know when that happened. I think maybe it was probably around 25 where I was like, you know, I'm, I'm exploring new things. And, and I started to realize that I just do, I knew nothing. 25 is when I was planning to move to California. I was hustling like crazy. I was working a lot and I had a lot of energy to do so. And, um, you know, these days it's a little harder, but, um, you know, when I was 25, which is, a uh, almost 10 years ago, uh, eight years ago, oh, geez, <laughs> we have another mortality question. Um, but, uh, uh, I'm not that old by the way. And I know that <laughs> 32, 32 going on 33 is really not that bad. Um, but it's not 25. <laughs> so I don't take that for granted. Uh, you know, in 25, I was starting to explore new things. I moved across the country. I was learning new, um, all sorts of things that like, you know, growing up in Philly, you're kind of like in this encapsulated echo chamber. You know, Philly is very, uh, a culturally heavy town, but you know, it's not just cheesesteaks and, and, uh, football. It's, uh, there's a lot of culture there, uh, good or bad that, kind of makes you feel like you're inside of like the walls of, um, of a castle almost, you know, and there's just like this culture that's really intense, intensely embedded in that, uh, that sort of prevents the outside coming in and you don't get to like experience a lot of things. So like once I started getting older and experiencing more things, I was able to, just kind of learn that, like, I didn't, I didn't know what pesto was until I was 25. <laughs> it's kind of a, it's a weird thing that I tell people, but they're like, what? You don't know what pesto is? And like, I don't I've just never been exposed to pesto. What's wrong with that? <laughs> but, you know, starting, you start to experience a lot of little things that you're like, I didn't know this existed. Oh, my world is turned upside down. <laughs> and, um, and now I'm getting pesto in all my sandwiches all the time. And just like, you know, being in San Diego, I experienced a lot of tacos, um, uh, sunshine every day, uh, a lot of things that were good, but very different from the experience that I was used to. I realized that I talked very fast <laughs> and uh, everyone was telling me to slow down or that I was mumbling. And uh, certainly a lot better than it is today. I think now that I'm back on the East Coast, I'm speaking a little bit faster, more regularly, but also still trying to take those learnings from San Diego and not mumbling as much. I don't think I could have a podcast if I was mumbling too much. <laughs> um, but certainly opening myself to new opportunities and new ideas. And I think it was around, it wasn't really when I moved to San Diego exactly. It was really before then because I met my ex-wife in around 2009 towards, uh, towards the end of 2008 really. And it was really around that time around 2008 where I was, starting to think about it. You know, I was thinking about new places and I wanted to get out of Philly because I was just starting to see the patterns of a lot of people doing the same things in a negative way. And I was also kind of tarnishing my reputation with my mania. And uh, I don't know, I just felt this pull to get out of town and experience new things. I felt like I had conquered the map, you know, like when you play a video game and you're like a side scroller and the, every new area you go in, you fill in the map and you collect all the things. And by the time you're done that, like you really have no reason to hang out in that space anymore. 
like you're just ready to go on to the next world or the next level. And that's where I felt I was around that age, like 23 to 25. I was like ready to move forward in a different direction. I think a lot of people can go the other way and they can just like, they're like, yeah, I like it here. And they settle in and there's nothing wrong with that. This is not meant to say there's anything wrong with that. Um, people will kind of settle in um, around that time sometimes, um, especially older generations used to do that. Uh, I think the younger generation doesn't do that as much. And I think we're just open to experiencing new things. I think it's probably because you know, we've, we've had more exposure to the internet, to, to seeing the world outside as something that is a viable thing to learn from, right. Uh, that we were just kind of like stuck within our own bubbles before we were just like, you know, our neighborhood is our neighborhood. We don't know what else is out there <laughs> and, uh, it's, it could be scary or it could be just the same. So there's no point in going. And uh, I think with the the advent of the internet, we've been able to, and really as internet got faster in the mid 2000s, you know, that's really when you started to see this change as like Instagram came around and Twitter came around, you started to be exposed to people doing more things. Not that people didn't travel before, but certainly younger generations um, were starting to get into a place where they were like more comfortable and more likely to travel. Um, and I think that is because we were just kind of like, able to do more research more readily and stumble upon accidentally like something that we thought was cool. And if you had the means to go do it, then you just go do it <laughs> or, you know, a promise of a slightly better life. If you have, you know, some sort of turmoil or difficult things going on, you know, even now today, when I go back to Philly, it feels very surreal. Like I can just feel like I'm a stranger there and that I don't belong there. And, but I love that, it's my origin. I have certainly the pride from being from there. And I'm pretty grateful for that upbringing because it's made me uh, stronger in a lot of ways. So I'm going to take a break and we'll conclude this topic here on dopamine. Yeah. So um, welcome back, by the way. So essentially like this episode is about kind of embracing your curiosity, right? Because there is an aspect of being an adult and, and realizing that you know nothing that could lead to just kind of feeling like you're a dummy <laughs> and uh, maybe feeling like you're not worthy of growth or you're not interested in growth. And, and you're just like, well, I don't know things like, and just like owning your ignorance. And I know a lot of people do that too. And uh, I don't think that's any healthier, you know, just kind of like accepting your insignificance is not good. <laughs> it's not, it's not, it's just as good as, or it's just as not good as assuming that you're everything, you know, whereas we look at teenagers and they're like, oh, you, they think they know everything, like wait until they get into adulthood and experience real life. Um, I think the opposite is true as we get older and a lot of people start to feel like they are just kind of letting go because they're like, you know what? I'm insignificant. Who am I? I don't know anything. I'm nothing important. Um, so I'm just going to like put my head down. I'm not going to experience life. I'm not going to learn things. I'm not going to be anything special. And uh, frankly, everyone's capable of being some form of special, some form of special to someone. It's really about your interpret your personal interpretation uh, because some people see special as being famous. Other people see special as like having a cool job. Other people see special as having, you know, 17 kids, you know, and everyone's interpretation of that is different. So, when it comes to kind of just like feeling significant, it, it's really a matter of your, yeah, it's a matter of your personal interpretation. Um, but honestly, letting go in such a bad way, is just not going to be helpful. Um, always be curious, always be learning things. You've got a ton of time and 
you know, I stress all the time when I talk about my age, which I don't really talk about very much, honestly. Uh, it's just not something I think about. I'm literally a day-to-day person that um, when I talk about my age, you know, I do start to think about a little bit of the mortality of it because, you know, it's a ticking clock. Things, you know, we're, we're heading towards the, the hole <laughs> at the end of the, of the tunnel. Um, and, you know, that's just like perpetual. It doesn't stop. It's a little bit scary when you actively think about it, but also realize that's a very, very long tunnel. So you have a lot of time to learn new things and appreciate new things. I talk about it um, again with like the state of media and the state of the internet. You have a lot of the older generation kind of refusing to learn because (laughs) there's this perception that you can't teach an old dog new tricks. And I say that's bullshit. Like it's so much easier these days to learn anything. You literally can go on YouTube. You can sign up for master classes. You can sign up for, uh, go to communities. You can, you can learn how to do things on your phone. Like things are more intuitive than they ever, they've ever been. Like you learning how to use your phone is no different than a teenager learning how to use their phone. Sure. They're going to experiment and pick up things faster, but like, I think a lot of adults get into this sort of routine and they feel like they're just like, I don't have time for that. That's not important. And they don't let themselves play. And that's really the difference between learning something and not learning something is allowing yourself the opportunity to play with something. Because when you play around with it is when you learn, you know, when I get a new device, when I get a new anything, I tinker with it. I play around with stuff. I'm like, okay, what does this switch do? What does this button do? What does this thing do? You know, and I learn every aspect of it. And that literally takes a day and you start to learn new things like less than a day. Really, it takes like 20 minutes to just like look at all the bells and whistles and start playing with things and like seeing what works. But we stop ourselves because a lot of us kind of lose our curiosity or we generally might not be interested in technology and our curiosity is better spent somewhere else. You know, it's not, I'm not here saying that it has to be about technology, but certainly if you're not uh, embedding yourself in like the social media world, then you're like kind of out of it. You're, you're just kind of, um, you're not participating in society. And I think a lot of people, again, are, are successfully participating in life outside of social media, but, um, it's certainly just not as hard as people are making it out to be. Um, but I do understand some of the frustrations, you know, sometimes you have to deal with like resetting passwords and, and, um, downloading apps and updating apps and doing all sorts of things that you're just like, nah, I don't want to do that. (laughs) And I get that. I'm kind of sometimes getting to that place where I'm like, I have three podcasts I have like, which account for three lines of business. I have a ton of, um, a ton of accounts, a lot of things to manage, uh, a lot of social media content to make, you know, and I'm starting to like consistently question, like, is all of this actually worth it? And, um, it could be a bit of a problem, but the point is like to continue to be curious and be able to, to say like, to not just like rest on your laurels and, and, and get into this comfort zone where you're just like, yeah, this is, I'm just going to sit here. This is the rest of my life now, (laughs) but no curiosity is important. Curiosity will enrich our lives. And continue to make it uh, to to grow, you know, learn a new language, go to a new place, go experience a new thing. Uh, It really depends on what you get the most uh, um, excitement out of. You know, some people prefer to like just go sit on a hammock somewhere and daydream. Other people prefer to go play with people and go do things or go party or go dance or go, um, you know, go to an event or something. Others will want to go experience a mountaintop, you know, and others will want to 
go to something that is in relation to their life, you know, and, and experience something that is an extension of their family. Maybe you've never met a certain family member and you want to go do that. You know, there are certain things that can continue to evolve our experience as human beings. And I think that is where um, this power comes from feeling like we know nothing. You know, we suddenly get exposed to the expansiveness of, of reality, of the world, of information. And I certainly get sad about the idea that like, you know, I'll never know everything, <laughs> but it's also very exciting um, that there will be discoveries centuries from now that I won't be able to see. But there are also things in my lifetime that I've been able to experience. Like we've, we've been the first generation to be able to see what Pluto actually looks like. Like that's pretty amazing. But we get kind of caught up in the rigmarole of life and we don't think about those things. You know, we're kind of just letting life pass us by. And it certainly helps to embrace curiosity as a means to help you slow down. You know, I, I mean, I get excited about like space travel and space flight, but it's just another thing that we just kind of get used to. And you're just like, I remember uh, a few years ago when um, the, was it the Curiosity Rover was put on Mars? And I was like, super excited about it. I was up all night watching this thing, waiting for images. And I'm just like, there is a car being dropped off on Mars. Like how is the entire world not freaking out about this? And I realized that like, it's simply just kind of a, you know, we, we get into this kind of flow and we get into this pace. And I think that is, I think there's a beauty in that. I think that's what allows humans to not get complacent and try to strive towards the next things. Cause we're just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Another car on Mars. We get it. <laughs> so it makes us like seek the novelty. Like what is the next thing that's actually going to be exciting? What is the next thing that is going to stop everyone and have them watching that isn't a disaster or shooting or something negative? What is the next positive thing that the world is going to do that is going to make everyone stop and take awe and take notice in it? Um, it's simply harder because there are just so many more distractions. I'm sure, you know, a lot of people were either sleeping or cause it wasn't late at night, but I'm sure people were like sleeping or busy on Instagram or watching YouTube videos or like, it just wasn't on their radar because like, we're no longer living in a monoculture. You know, everyone has their own streams of entertainment and thought and curiosity, things that they're interested in. And we're not all zeroed in on the same spot in the same place. You know, I think the next thing that will be a big boom will probably be like a new social media platform that will be like, oh, why didn't I think of that? <laughs> you know, um, who knows? But some sort of technological marvel. Um, but I think a lot of us are certainly keeping an eye on, you know, when like uh, space will be colonized, when we can actually get stuff to Mars and get a little bit closer to getting a person to Mars. Um, I think that'll be a big event. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. We, we think about like game of Thrones and walking dead and that becomes like kind of a big cultural thing. And um, I'm hoping that some aspect of curiosity will, will become that at some point, you know, that everyone becomes curious about something together and continue to nurture everyone's excitement for something. Because while it's certainly important to realize that, yes, you know, nothing, you're an adult, there's a ton of things to learn and experience. And you've got time to experience and learn those things and go do stuff. Um, and certainly also important to make sure that we're taking stock in our day-to-day -day lives and not just wasting it away. And we're not just like flicking away at, at Facebook and just like trying to tinker and, and just like post new, you know, pokey, uh, status messages to try to get someone's attention. Like, what is what why 
<laughs> like, is that, is that important to you? Are there other things that are important to you? Do you have the time and energy to go learn something new instead of just like mindlessly scrolling, you know? And, and again, it's not, it's not that social media is bad. Social media is definitely good. Social media is a, lear- a means to learn new things because in those posts, you might learn new things, but um, it's safe to say that a lot of things that people are sharing are not interesting. <laughs> and I'm hoping that we can get to a place where we're embracing our curiosity and sharing more interesting things with each other. I think that's why a lot of people like the show, to be honest, is that I'm trying to share uh, curiosity of thoughts. I think a lot of people are more curious than they give themselves credit for. And they might just not know where they might not know where to look. And because they're scrolling Facebook, they, they don't have maybe as many cues or prompts to go you know, look for new things to do, maybe try a different platform, maybe try, you know, exploring your city and doing something that is just new and different and fun. Um, and just getting out there, you know, there's a beauty in like not knowing everything and really feeling like you don't know anything. And, um, but just not embracing it as like self-deprecating. I think that's the part that really sucks. I hate it when I hear someone say like, well, I'm just an idiot, (laughs) you know, like, you're not. Everyone has their own, you know, there there are multiple intelligences. There are different ways of approaching the world. You know, you might not be book smart, but you might be really good at kinesthetic movement. You might be good at understanding nature. You might be really good at survival tactics. You know, you might have, you might be good at operating technology. You know, you might be good at taking things apart and putting it back together. You know, everyone is judging ourselves amongst other people and like degrading ourselves in a negative way. Um, degrading is probably not the best word there, but um, you know, downplaying our skill set and our ability to operate as a human being, our ability to learn. Everyone can still learn. Everyone can still do things. So stop letting yourself, you know, get in the way, get in your own way. You know, that's what sucks. I hate that. Um, and I do that to myself. You know, this is not, my, not me just preaching to you. I do that to myself all the time. You know, I woke up this morning and I feel like I'm struggling financially, but it it forces me to kind of take stock in like where I'm spending my time. Is it worth it? Am I learning things or am I just mindlessly scrolling on things when I am like listening to music? Am I stopping, stopping to listen to music? Is that good for me? Does it lead to new ideas? Is that a, is that a positive, you know? So I'm constantly taking stock and, and trying to find ways to learn new things. And uh, what's been really nice about this new schedule with uh, Molly working five days a week, and I'm basically working the same amount of time. Um, usually I would start work at noon. Right now it's like 1030. So I'm doing spending a little bit more time working on things and um, doing more podcast episodes daily and, and, and all that stuff. But what's really nice about this schedule is like by the end of the week, by Saturday, we're both like all right, we're tired of working. Let's go explore something. You know, let's go to a museum. Let's go to the library and just like read stuff or let's go experience something new in the town, you know? And while it's um, certainly important to embrace every day when you can, if you have days to spend, you know, if you need to focus on taking a day or two to, to focus on your curiosity, and it doesn't mean literally reading books or just watching YouTube videos, but like it can mean experiencing things or going to a family event or, um, you know, going to a new show, you know, just experiencing new things, you know, just because you're an old dog of any kind, 30 or older, honestly, which is not old. Um, honestly, the, like, 90 is old. <laughs> That's probably about it. Um, 
but anything in between, like there's a ton of things that you can experience. There's a ton that you can learn. You know, there, there are entire lifetimes in front of you and um, there's certainly no reason to stop now. So uh, that's it. You know, you know, nothing and that's cool. Just use that as your, your means to, uh, to guide you to learning new things because your brain has an amazing capacity for learning. And, um, you know, there's just, there's no reason to stop. Why would you stop after 12th grade, after college, after whatever? So, and, um, you know, learning new things makes you a well-rounded and appreciated and charming person. You know, when you can go to a party and have a story or an interesting anecdote or, or, or something to share with someone, you know, people are excited about it because everyone likes to learn whether or not they actively do it. So, okay, that's it. I'm wrapping up. <laughs> uh, I hope you guys are um, doing well. Take care of yourselves and each other. You can go to dopamine.life to uh, leave a donation to the show or to uh, subscribe to the show on your favorite platform and um, leave a voice message if you like, or hit me up at let's go see notes on all the social channels, or you can hit me up at dopamine podcast at gmail.com. Also dopamine podcast on Instagram. And um, you can go to cnote.media to check out my courses where I have some Myers-Briggs courses. I have a podcasting course, which is a way for you to start a podcast um, from conception to execution. And um, yeah, that's everything. Leave a review and all that good stuff. So take care of yourselves and each other. Learn something new. If you go and learn something new as a result of this podcast, let me know what you learn. I want to know. I like learning things too. (laughs) So uh, that's it. Take care of yourselves. I'll catch you next time on dopamine. Hey, you beautiful human. Thanks for listening to dopamine and providing your support for this show. I really, really appreciate it. If you really love this show, leave a review on iTunes and Stitcher to show some love for the podcast. You can also check out cnote.media to check out my work and my courses. But um, with that, we'll catch you next time. See you guys later. <laughs>